to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 243 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Welcome along. How's it going? It is going well. For Actually, me. 244. My list just updated. 243 was last week, <laughs> and I know someone, one of the one of the uh, fans out there, would have just gone, "What's he on about?" Uh, no, we're all under control here. <laughs> just, just, just. Hey, barely. Sam, I got a question for you. Yeah, go. If water is the most used resource in the world, yep. what is the second most used resource? Ah, uh, some other mineral, uh, hydrogen. Something like that? No, I don't know. Sand. Okay. How or Sand. why? Sand is the, the the most used resource after water. We're close to running. We're not close to running out yet. But construction companies. So sand is in everything from oh, silicon concrete to concrete yeah, to yeah, roading yeah, yeah. to everything. Yeah, it's an aggregate or something. Yeah. So, um, but uh, construction companies in India, Asia, and Africa, particularly, and I think it's elsewhere as well, but particularly those countries countries are often using cheaper black market sand black um, market sand should yeah. we be in, in on this well, do we have that, to go get bags of sand it's actually a really serious thing so the organized criminal gangs known as the sand mafias uh, who supply sand are responsible for a growing number of murders connected to protection of the black market so what it's all about the um i'm just imagining corruption them. killing yeah. police you know that whole thing um they've including over a hundred murders in india alone um, just re- related to the sand trade I'm just imagining them moving big truckloads and all this armed guards and stuff, and it's just sand. Yeah, I know. But it's weird, eh? Uh, that's, what, that's all I've got on it. But I, it was just like, when I came it's across that, I was It's definitely not like, what you uh, expect. No. And they're not going to make a blockbuster. It's not going to be like Blood <laughs> Diamond, but with sand. <laughs> Tom Cruise is running around shooting people. because they sand. Yeah. Oh, mind you, I heard something else on the news today that um, Sardinia has uh, white sand, and they have, um, for quite a while now, made it illegal for anyone to take sand off out. out. And, and lots of tourists take this white sand and try and take it home. And they search... Like pl- small bits of it. Yeah, like, like, um, like in a bottle. They'll fill yeah, a yeah, bottle yeah. with sand. So they've been... Uh, and they get fined up to £2,000 or dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. I th- it was something like that. But this um, French couple, because they're in a car, they had... <laughs> like loads, the of, of- loads of bottled plastic bottles, yeah. and it was like 40 kg of sand. And so they, they're facing are they in, are 10, they in prison 10 now? or 15 years in prison. Yeah, of course they are. And they're like, well, we didn't know it was illegal. Well, well you no, should check yeah. on these things before you start harvesting a and, precious and fill, resource. And filling your, your car up with it. But anyway, that's, that's quite interesting. That is quite interesting. So deep fakes, uh, I sent one the other day. I didn't watch it. Oh, that's right. It was just uh, Joe Rogan uh, superimposed on Dr. Evil. Oh, really? And it's very clever. But uh, they've now trained, scientists have trained mice purposely to detect deep fakes. So mice are able to pick up on audio cues of the person not being the thing that they're uh, supposed to be. And they're very accurate, apparently. Hey, how, how does that work? So they get to know one person's voice. I think that's how it works. And then and they then- show them the deep fake and then they just, uh, it's all to do with, um, they get a treat if they, you know. Yeah. 
I'm trying to open it here. Uh, but it's interesting that they've... Uh, so it's effective and inexpensive way to detect it. Uh, a black, at the Black Hat 2019 conference in Las Vegas, a team uh, turned up and they said they've trained the mice to yeah, identify irreg- irregularity in recorded speech, which could be a sign of the audio or video was manipulated. Um, could be a thing. And they got to do a lot more research, obviously. And uh, Mice. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Who the hell thought of that? I don't know how they would have come up with that. Yeah. That's... It may be in the story. Uh, check out the show notes, chrisandsandpodcast.com. <laughs> Which you can't access right now. Is no, I had, a quick, I had a quick look then, but uh, I didn't want to get stuck okay, on a mice right. story. Well, I don't really want to get into this one, but I did have to mention New Zealand's other big bird. Did you hear about this? The fossilised bones of like a large penguin, 1.6 metre penguin? tall. Yeah, 85 kg. So the size of a uh, average woman around. Yeah, it's pretty uh, massive because they had a size comparison in the story. Um, and it's pretty exciting because it was like a, uh, was it a part-time person found it? Oh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I heard just, a really brief thing on the BBC News. Yeah, it was like this. Uh, uh, they discovered something else as well. They sort of just roam around and go, oh, look, what's this? And then the scientists at the university they took it to actually said, yeah, actually, you're right. That is a different species. Sweet. I mean, they would have been all over it. like a ra- They would have got so excited. It's yeah. Like Christmas time. Yes, yes. This uh, woman in America, she was working security at an airport, and uh, but she didn't work for the airport. She was contracted uh, out to the airport, and she... As the guy came through the, uh, uh, what do you call it, metal detector thing, she passes him a note, and it turns out it was a mean note. What's a mean note? Um, he opened it, and it just said, you ugly. <laughs> and then she started bursting out laughing, and there's some security footage of him going through, and he complained, and, uh, well, she got the sack. But apparently she's been handing him out to all sorts of people, so he was like, well, what's going on? It's just a bit um, strange, eh? Hey? I could almost see somebody trying to make that funny and like make people stay and have, but loads oh, of not, people. Not you, ugly. You know, well, yeah. Have a great day. Love your smile. Love yeah. your laugh. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ugly is not great. No, that's that's just insane. And and you've got to be f- pretty careful about doing that. Airports. People are not on their best mental bandwidth in airports. No, not if, especially if they're doing connecting flights or been on a plane yeah, forever and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I've been the most brain dead I've ever been is, is in various airports at various times. I find yeah. that hard to believe. Uh, no, no, seriously, very seriously. That's the one time, there's times I'm not drunk. Anyway. Okay. Because obviously when I'm drunk, I'm on yeah. form. Are uh, yeah. <laughs> There was a story the other day about that guy that got kicked off that flight, eh? Uh, some, uh, I think he's flying back into New Zealand from Australia, and someone died overseas, and they uh, yeah, fully had to remove him from the flight and all sorts of stuff, and he got fined in that. But he's an alcoholic, and he's always like that, apparently. Um, have we mentioned on the podcast previously, like that time that I got not allowed on the plane because I was too drunk? No, I don't remember that one, Chris. Uh, make sure, what happened? Where were you? <laughs> so I was coming back to New Zealand from uh, being away for a couple of years, um, I, and I was flying out of London. I was staying at a friend's place. Is this? The- it was an afternoon flight. 
I vaguely remember you telling a story about scraping together money. You didn't know how to get home or no, something. No, well, this is a little bit later than that. So, but this like is a this- month, it's that t- same okay, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. a couple of months later, I've got scraped the money together. I got to London, staying at a friend's place because um, I was flying out on Sunday, which was a bad move because everybody had the day off. We're drinking away. I was really, really pissed. I jumped on the Heathrow um, train subway. Okay. Get there. Um, get to the and you're, thing, you're and, and she goes, but you're like keeping it together in your head. I'm guessing, and you're just like, I think I was pretty fucked. Okay. <laughs> I think I was pretty drunk. Uh, and and she goes, Ah, uh, sir, have you had anything to drink? Have you had anything to drink? I said, Yeah, I've had quite a bit to drink. She goes, How about we put you on tomorrow's flight? I'm like, Oh, really? She goes, Yeah. I got to carry this bag all the way back to wherever I was staying. I can't even remember now. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh no, you can check your bag in now for tomorrow." Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So I've checked my bag in. I mean, that's next pr- minute I'm banging on their door, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" Uh, too drunk. <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. Fortunately, I hadn't told anyone at home I was coming back or anything, so nobody was expecting me. Yeah, well, that's I came, good. I came home. That was a surprise, wasn't it? To surprise mum. And when yeah. I actually eventually flew into uh, into Wellington Airport, and I was like, I picked up the phone, rang mum, and she goes, where are you? And I'm like, uh, I don't know what I said. I said something like, I'm, I'm in Have not thought London. this through I'm at in all. London. Yeah, London. And she goes, what time is it there? I'm like, uh, three o'clock. The first thing that came to my head, I, she goes, what? What? Where are you? I said, don't worry. Um, you're home, eh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Not Bye. random at all. <laughs> and then turned up. So, yeah. That was pretty cool. That Very was pretty, cool. What do we got? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to tell the Samuel L. Jackson story. Okay. All right. With a warning. Yeah. Um, so, Samuel Jackson has said a few th- nasty things. About, well, nasty. Um honest things about Trump, right? And the and way so Samuel L. Jackson says this, things. Yeah. And all these people have been saying, um, so, look, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to burn all my, my, my um, movies, and yeah, DVDs with, and all that. And Samuel L. Jackson's like, I've already cashed that check. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. I don't care. <laughs> like, it really does. But I wanted so, to quote this uh, here. Uh, if you have kids, you probably want to skip forward 30 to 40 seconds yeah, once Chris okay. finds it. Um, Just because uh, Samuel L. Jackson's probably going to drop a few words. Okay, so here we go. I, and you have to, um, you have to quote him verbatim so here we go i know how many motherfuckers hate me i'm never gonna see a sam jackson movie again fucked if i care if you never went to another movie i did in my life i'm not gonna lose any money i already cashed that check fuck you burn up my video takes tapes i don't give a fuck he said jackson also mocked the common the common idea that actors should stick to acting and shut down the idea as a rich celebrity is not affected by governmental action I'm a human being that feels a certain way. This is how I feel. And I count to 100 some days before I hit Sam because I know how that shit is. Yeah, because he, before finding fame, Jackson was raised in the segregated South and later became an active participant in the 60s civil rights movement. Okay. He says, I'm the same cat. I still got my politics. I still have my anger. So, yeah, that was it. Very good. uh, Uh, No, he's right, though. But he's right, yeah. uh, People just get upset about all sorts of things out there. Uh, every day, every week at things. I tell you who is getting upset, Chris. Bloody Wellington. 
Wellington, apparently, if you read the news stories, are all upset because a piece of artwork got installed in the city. Four years ago, I think, I talked about it on the podcast. I was in Christchurch and I had a look around and there's a big piece of artwork and I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the podcast or not, but it's called Quasi and it's a giant hand oh, yeah. on two fingers with a face on the front of it that sort of looks like Donald Trump or a weird looking face. Right, a weird looking face. And I face. think I've shown you the photo and, and when you see it, you'll be like, oh, I remember that. Anyway, it was on the Auckland, uh, sorry, the Christchurch uh, Art Gallery and now they've moved it to Wellington at a cost of $74,000. Not, not particularly expensive? No, I didn't think it was. By the time they re, um, like fixed it up a little bit and then helicoptered it in and strengthened it. And, and embedded it. Yeah, and yeah. Sort of and it's on top of this building and everybody's disgusted. It's so terrible. It's gross. They found like every person that seemed to have a problem with it in this news story. And I was just like, I don't really know if people have that much problems with it. Do they? I don't think they do. I, I think they're just like moaning, to be honest. Uh, so that was happening. Yeah, New Zealanders, I think you're right. New Zealanders are negative and moaning people. Generally. It seems to be. Uh, and if you are finding it very negative, I highly recommend uh, not uh, reading any news online. It really helps your mental <laughs> health. I'm serious. Uh, that's it there, Chris. Oh, no, I don't recall that. Oh, okay. Anyway, it was in Christchurch. I think it looks really cool. cool. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, pretty cool. It's better than I expected. I was expected a Melania Trump version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. um, Sam and I watched a movie that Adam recommended the other week. I should have got hold of Adam and asked if he had another recommendation, actually. Adam, get hold of us via Facebook so I can see it, then tell Chris yeah. of something else that we should check out. Yeah, so we watched Booksmart. Um, it's really good. It's really funny. It was not what I expected even though Adam warned me that that would be the case and it was an Adam recommendation which you it, he, he he did say it was more like um, oh, what's that film called with the guys something bad super bad super, super bad. bad yeah it's like super bad for girls well there's a reason for that I think uh, so I've got two facts for you Chris because you know I like diving in and finding out things for some reason yep. I can't help it and if I don't do it it drives me crazy so the main character in uh, Booksmart the one that stayed behind and wasn't going to Africa. Mm-hmm. Her real her real life name is Beanie Feldstein, I think it is, or yeah. Feldman, something like that. And when we were watching that film, I couldn't work out why she looked so familiar. Yeah. And uh, that's because her brother is Jonah Hill. Oh, wow. Okay. And that makes so much sense. Before he lost weight, they pretty much look identical. Uh, <laughs> and you could almost swap him out with her in that film. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah, you could. Okay, uh, well, that, that makes sense. The other girl, uh, who was the one going to Africa, yeah. I think her name was Amy or something. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, she's on a few lists of up-and-coming actresses because she's um, been in quite a lot of stuff. I, I think both of them acted so well on that. It was yeah. really good. And so uh, that was good, and she started acting when she was uh, very young, and that was good. And then the family had to move, to, I think it was to Texas, Dallas, Texas, somewhere like that, because her dad just got a new job. Think of the randomest job in the world, Chris. What do you think her dad's job was? Wang Salt. He just became the voice of Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> uh, Dallas, Texas. Okay. So, I, you know. I wouldn't have picked that. There's a random fact for you if you want to bust that out, people. 
Do you want to talk about these Lego Echo Bricks? I don't know anything about them. I forgot to look at it. Oh, damn it. I put it on there for you to look at. Okay, so... Um, I completely forgot, but I do remember <laughs> you mentioned mumbling away something to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lego's unveiled some sustainable bricks that are made from sugar canned. Sugar canned. Sugar cane. Okay, I was about to say, is that like sugar cane? But yeah, sugar cane. Okay. Um, so it's upping the ante on sustainability with a new range of plant-shaped bricks built from sugar cane plastic. Oh, I see. Very clever. So they've um, done the little trees and stuff. Yeah. Um, do they last as long or do they break down over time? Because it almost seems like they'd break down maybe. I don't know. Composed of 98% polyethylene, the redesigned product meets guidelines laid out by the World Wildlife Fund owing to the absorption of CO2 by sugarcane during the growth phase. While they're still not biodegradable, they can be recycled. So that was last. See, that's the thing. Um, I was listening to a uh, Business is Boring podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And the woman was talking about turning a native New Zealand beeswax into plastic. And she's a scientist, and it yeah, was yeah, quite yeah. in-depth. But she was saying, this stuff is bioavailable. And the Simon, the, the interviewer, says it's bioavailable. And she goes, yeah, don't talk about biodegradable. It's a load of crap. It doesn't mean anything. Um, it may degrade after 400 years. That's not exactly the same uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, bioavailable yeah. means it can be used by the nature. And you know that this is bioavailable, this stuff, because there isn't big piles of it lying around yes that's right? good so i was like oh that's, that's hell of a, i learned something new because that's hell of a marketing change though if they were going to yeah oh god toffee <laughs> the cat has appeared wow <laughs> come here but talking about that you've got something here about some microplastics yeah i do want to talk about that this now that's cool. sort of like along the path of the micro beads that they found everywhere yeah right? yeah 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 so um Hang on, let me pick up the cat because otherwise she'll claw up my leg and I'll scream. It's the claws drip blood. Anyway, um, microplastics have been found in fresh snow in a remote area of the Arctic, north, 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 northern hemisphere. Um, 10,000 parts per litre of melted snow. 10,000 okay. parts of plastic. Yep. So I, th- I got the impression, they didn't say it, but I got the impression... They were expecting to find uh, 100, 200 parts oh, per, I see. per litre. So it's the amount. And they found 10,000 parts per litre uh, in melted snow. So this is a remote area of the Arctic. Um, scientists suggest that the only way these microplastics found here is that they are airborne, which becomes a problem because they'd never thought of that before. Uh, this would mean that many of us, particularly in the cities, are breathing in these microplastics on a daily basis. Oh, it wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I would, that would not surprise me. Um, the source of microplastics have not yet been determined, although it had been posited that uh, some may be created from the friction of tyres on road surfaces. Oh, that sort yeah. Of thing. Which makes sense when you. I wouldn't be surprised if microplastics is the new abestus yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Because uh, we need something else to crop up. There'll be something well, else. Well, it's Ebola. I mean, you know. No, it's old. We oh, need something no. new that well, we all do. It's, it's, it's getting in, but it's coming over here. That's the thing. Oh, that'll be all right. Okay. All right. Uh, lime scooters uh, aren't in Hamilton quite yet, but I am led to believe they're coming very soon. Um, if you look at the Lime map, they've already geofenced off like all of Hamilton of where you can leave them and where you can't. You can't leave them on uh, bridges. And uh, it's all blocked off and stuff. 
But they had a big... You can't leave them on bridges because they're worried people just toss them over the I, side. Yeah, that, and I think they'll just be in the way, to be honest. But they had a big press thing a couple of days ago because they've unveiled the new version of the Lime Scooter. Um, I didn't realise this was the sixth uh, iteration of the scooters. So these new ones have got bigger wheels, which is good. Wider. Wider. Or bigger. No, like bigger. bigger. Five centimetres. Oh, yeah, wow, okay. Five centimetre right, diameter right. bigger. Um, they've got front suspension now, little suspension like on mountain bikes. Oh, okay. Which is good. They put the battery in the base, so the base is real massive now. Uh, apparently it was in the column before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a new readout across the top and all this cool looking technology. And oh, and also uh, these geofenced areas like from basically up the top of our road all the way through town is a speed limited zone. And they will just go uh, slow. Right. Uh, bit awkward when you're going up the hill. I suppose, oh, I suppose it isn't awkward. Huh? Well. Depends how grunty. But what's happened is the next day, all the juicers have come out and had a big moan. They're the people that recharge them overnight. Oh, right. So there's a guy in the story. He's an accountant. And ad- to make extra money, he runs around the middle of the night. Because they can only get them between uh, certain hours of the night. And then they have to be back on the street like at 5.30 in the morning or something like that. Uh, these new ones are like, I think they're like 10 kilos heavier. So they're quite beefy. They need a different charging system and they're going to be paid less, take longer to charge. And he was talking about some people have brought vans just to pick up Lime scooters. And, uh, they've brought 50 banks of 50 charges at a time so they can charge up to 50 scooters in their house. It doesn't sound like a fire risk. Uh, and this change... Uh, uh, yeah, because I was just thinking maybe I should be doing this. But and, anyway. Well, they'll be after juices when they... Uh, but you got to pick them up. Like, yeah. you can't just ride them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, a few changes coming and the juices aren't happy. Mm, okay. All right, all right, all right. I might have to look at that as a, a job... Uh, and yet another job thing for me to do. I've signed back up with uh, Background Talent, BGT, Talent Agency. Look I've forward got a few, to... Uh, I'm g- growing a bit of a scrubbly beard thing at the moment because hopefully I can get into a biker uh, type thing. TV program coming up. But, they um, love Chris. He has a face that they can use for anything. So looking forward to uh, hearing some... New stories. Behind the scenes stories. Hey, Fordzilla is coming. The hell's that? Ford... Uh, is the first motor company in the world to fully fund and support esports team. Oh, nice. So they've said, actually, you know what? They make so much money. Um, they're also the first company. They had a big esports convention thing. They unveiled the new 2019 Ford Raptor big-ass ute there, and they're getting uh, team members from all across Europe are going to be part of this team. And they said, this is where it's going to go. Because a lot... Of the eSport people that are playing the racing games. When you said a lot, I thought you meant that um, player from um, Europe that plays um, for, I forgot which team a lot plays for. But anyway. Oh, there's someone called a lot? A lot. Oh, no, no. He he plays Rocket League. There's people that have transitioned from eSports into real life motor racing. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it's happened quite a bit. And because their skills are so similar, they actually trial them and then... Ford bring them on and they're pumping heaps of money into it so it's pretty exciting oh wow 
That's cool. So, uh, Fordzilla is coming to New Zealand? or At the moment, it just seems like it's a European thing with whatever their competitions are. And it's I'm assuming it's mainly motorsport focused at the okay. moment, but we'll see how that goes. Cool. Hey, um, before we get on to your next story, I just want to say, uh, shout out to Kalis. Um, That's right. Shout out, Kalis. From, from uh, Spookers. Sorry, um, you had to listen all the way through this. Uh, we just remembered. <laughs> No, I just had it. I, I knew. I was oh, going to start off with it. Chris is sharp, sharp as a marble. <laughs> he's probably fallen asleep listening to us by now. Um, or he's playing video games, listening to us while they're playing video games, which is... That's pretty good, because we've heard other things that people uh, do while they listen to us, and that's that's a better version of that story. I don't want to ask questions about that. Oh, and you were going to shout out to Merp. Hi, Melissa. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, good good for you guys reaching out and uh, check us out on the uh, Facebook page and what have you. That's all cool. Yes, check out the Facebook page, Chris and Sam uh, podcast. There's uh, random stories dropping all the time. Yeah, yeah, you put a couple in the other day. The, the one about the blind architects. That's cool, eh? It was a great story. That was awesome. Yep. I was really impressed with that. Anyway. Not everything can make it to the podcast, but I'm always sharing interesting stories. Hey, 61 years ago, Chris, what was invented? Not me yet. Instant noodles. Uh, instant noodles. Sixty-one years ago. Yep. Okay. Do you know what is uh, what YouTube just did? Uh, I think it's today or yesterday. Their AI special algorithm has gone through, wiped out a whole bunch of videos that they classed as animal cruelty, but in fact are battle bots fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the battle bot community is sort of like, hey, hang on, there's no animals involved. It's just machinery. So that's what's happening. That's hilarious. And I saw this cool story today about these guys that get a bet about flat earth. And then I was reading it and then I didn't realize it's so stupid. And then I realized it was in New Zealand. <laughs> so, so this is the Otago Daily Times, right? Yeah. Also, I think one of them might be, is there a, uh, can someone let me know if there's a Frankton in Queenstown? Because they just said Frankton. And I know there's one in Hamilton. So... These guys had a $10,000 bet between them, right, that the earth was flat. One believed it was flat, one believed it wasn't. And this, what? Yeah, the $10,000. Yeah, yeah. How old are these guys? Well, that, 36. One of them's 36. So I assume they're both the same sort of age, right? Right. Uh, and this guy who's one a car- seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This guy is a car groomer. He denied threatening to kill this other dude on February uh, after they had this bet. Uh, so they had to they had to go to the court and <laughs> go through the process, and there's no evidence, so they just threw out the thing. There's but no it, evidence that Earth not being flat. No, there's yeah. Well, we can't back anything up, like oh the bet thing. Yeah, <clears throat> he said I'll bet. I, you- I thought there was no evidence of the Earth being spherical. <laughs> I I said I will bet you ten thousand dollars it's flat. This other dude quickly jumped on that bet. We shook hands, and then he said, "You owe me ten thousand dollars." And he kept saying, you'll have to pay up. And he disagreed because he believed the earth was round. So the flat earth guy is like, nah, you got to give me the money right now. Later on, they encountered each other at a petrol station and he kept saying, I want the money. He was starting to make threats and says, I want you to pay up. I believe I'm one. I've won. I believe I'm right. The other guy said, oh, it was kind of a joke for me. It was more of a, I bet you $10,000 because I'm so sure I'm right. Uh, and then he just kept saying about the joke. Uh, bet and then he said if you don't pay i'll go get a crossbow i'll shoot you and then your father put you in the trunk and they'll never see you again 
Okay, that's not funny with, anymore. With the benefit <laughs> of hindsight, he did not believe he had any uh, intention of following through, uh, but he did tell his father about it. Uh, they didn't want they didn't want the pro, uh, matter to proceed through the court, believing that he'd learned his lesson. Uh, I hope he's doing better. We can all just move on. Uh, but he was adamant his worldview expressed widely on social media was correct. Um, that it is a flat earth. He said, uh, yeah, saying the earth was a spheroid, water-filled, round body. Oh, he now changes his view. That's what he's saying now, apparently, on social media. But he said, no, I was using that gif to show you how ridiculous the idea of floating water ball is. And it is actually flat. What? Um, This is not making a lot of sense, Sam. It is. It is. So they had a restorative justice meeting and then the two said there was no case to answer and dismissed it. Um, And they had to make sure that it was very clear he accepted he would not be receiving any payment from the other man. So I cleared out my bedroom today, uh, this, today, this week. Um, that, that was an undertaking, uh, it always is. Uh, this time I got a little bit further, deep clean. I, I, I cleaned some drawers out. Um, and, cle- and I found loads and loads of receipts from 2002 and vouchers I should have used but have expired and stuff like that. All, all that important stuff that you need to hold yeah, on to yeah. when you're a hoarder. And I got this check here that I've never... Um, Never banked. Banked. Um, yeah, for some reason. For, for thirty nine ninety. Well, I think I know the reason because it was made out to a business that we had, and I think I got it about the time my business partner emptied the accounts and took off. Yeah. So I wasn't going to put anything in there. Um, so this chick got her um, artwork for free. Um, but yeah, so that was tenth uh, of the eleventh, two thousand and four. So that's been sitting in my drawers unnoticed for that amount of time. Good, good, good. Found a wonderful little uh, passport photo of me looking fairly young. Fairly young and very uh, completely normal looking. Yeah, I know. It's Almost going to say good looking. Almost. <sighs> Almost. Um, and I found this little notebook that I took on my travels uh, in the late 80s, Nin- early 90s. Oh, early yeah, yeah. 90s. Um, and it's a trip book, and you're supposed to write down trips. All I did was write in jokes that I came across while I was traveling. Is there any gems in there, Chris? I think there are. Um, this was one of my favorites at the time. Why do I get a feeling this is completely inappropriate, racist, this one's or a little bit something? Un- inappropriate. Okay. We're going to end the podcast on this, Chris. Oh, no, I'll, I'll say a nice one first, because okay, so, I've got okay. a load of them. So we might We're running out of time. Coming. Okay. What's Helen Keller's favourite colour? What? Corduroy. Okay. Uh, why was Helen Keller's dog uh, leg yellow? Her dog was blind too. Yep. Um, Obviously very topical at the time. <laughs> did you? Well, there's some I'm not going to even go on because, uh, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get them these days. Did you hear of the blind gynecologist? He was a lip reader. Um, uh, what's pink and okay? This was the one I was going to. Okay, we'll, we'll end on. What's pink and has seven dents in it? Oh, it's a baby joke, is it? No, it's Snow White's hymen. Oh, <laughs> with that terrible joke, we apologise. We'll be back. You apologise. That's great. I love that joke. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll be... share some more jokes in the next episode. Okay, cool. Uh, if we haven't scared you away, come back next week. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.